Grand Rising, MI5, my people, my family, my tribe. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day today, having a happy and successful day so far. And on Tuesdays, as you know, we do the MI5 show. And here we are again, episode number six, with my good friend, Jack Ferenzi. Now, me and this guy, me and Jack, we've known each other for actually like almost a year now at least and the things that we've done together it's countless we've done lots of we've gone to so many different networking events like i literally met this guy at my work he was a customer of mine and you'll kind of hear about that story but you know we met and we got along and the rest is history and i'm really happy to have him here today jack what's going on man my man thanks for having me on <laughs> dude it's a pleasure bro I, I feel like i do everything with you these days oh, like we yeah. yeah i mean we live so close that it's kind of hard not to like be like hey what's jack doing i wonder if i could include him in on this exactly getting food going to events meeting new people traveling Always. all the time man <laughs> yeah bro it's 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 just freaking awesome man so you know i know you pretty pretty well i know you pretty well i've known you for like i said almost a year now dude we're coming up on that and probably it's gonna be it's probably gonna be in the summer when it comes up on a year but like literally like five days away yeah like i'm pretty I, sure i got this phone on march 5th i believe it was oh wow dude that's awesome yeah so it's literally five days away until we like have our it's our one year anniversary bro dude we have to we have to go celebrate or something wow yeah you know blow a couple thousand you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes sir yes sir we go to the korean barbecue and it's oh, the yeah. rest of oh man it's gonna be crazy yeah, korean see. barbecue all day <laughs> yeah man we're gonna be the loudest ones in there as usual yeah. but uh yeah bro so i mean i know you really well but the the audience obviously doesn't and uh you know i, I would love for them to have a little bit of history on your background so if you could give your five minute autobiography you know i'd, I'd love to hear it most definitely. Yeah. So name's Jack Forenzi. I live, like Andrew said, about 10 minutes away from him. And I am currently in the real estate space doing a little bit of agent work, some wholesaling. Really, I, I'll just say I'm a real estate entrepreneur because I'm looking to get into deeper into that in the future with investing in my own type of properties getting into commercial real estate, most likely getting into taking that to bigger and better, such as, you know, hotels and, you know, the big Vegas style type buildings and all that jazz. So that's something I'm interested in doing. I've uh, been doing that for about a year and a half. Got my license. Really, I jumped in the space out of the blue about, like I said, a year and a half ago, or no, two years ago is when I started my journey. So that's, taking me into many different aspects of life. Just that, that there was like the, the big bang for the rest of my life, really. And I've also, but one of those things is boxing that I've gotten into about a, coming up on a year now. Soon after I met Andrew, I got into that. And that was something I had on my mind for a, a bit. I never really took it as like, oh, I'm going to go do this. But you know, I decided one day, I was like, you know what? Let's just go check out some gyms in my area. I mm -hmm. found a great gym. Uh, should I give them the name of it? or? Sure, yeah, promote it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's called Jose Morales Boxing Academy. And I I checked out two or three gyms and there's I walked in very it's much a much small, smaller space, very intimate. Everybody there is close. All the members and the staff are very, you know, everyone knows each other very well. They greet each other every every time you walk in. Everybody's shouting your name. They come up with nicknames for you, such as Southpaw Jack. Uh, That's <laughs> so right. it's very family, almost in a way, family-oriented. Everyone's close, and I've just learned so much there, and it's been a very important part of my journey. Very, very important. I've learned a lot, and it really – boxing definitely does teach you it shows you your strengths and more importantly, your weaknesses in real life, which it definitely has for me. And it's uh, it can be humiliating and uh, painful physically and emotionally, but it can also yeah. be very uh, empowering. So uh, those are the two things I'm doing right now, practicing a little bit of public speaking as well when I can. And, uh, you know, just trying to become that, that specimen of a specimen of a man just taking steps. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, that's where I am. Hell yeah, bro. That's freaking awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, as soon it what really drew me to you when we first met was, you know, the fact that you had literally just dived into real estate, like I'm going to do it. That's it period. You yeah. know? Yeah. And that's what, that's, that's the kind of people that I like to surround myself with. And um, you know, you've carried, you've been consistent with that kind of mindset and attitude since I've known you. Um, but, you know, speaking of meeting you and all that, I'd like to hear, I'd like you to tell everyone, you know, your perspective on that first time that we met, because I really believe that there's a, a key lesson that can be learned and, and integrated into other people's lives in that moment. Most definitely. So, yeah, the day we met, it was, I can't tell you the day, day of the week, but I think it was March 5th, 2022. From what I remember, I know I was, you know, some, some of my real estate mentors and friends were, you know, bugging me to get this iPhone because I was an Android guy for literally ever since I got a phone from age 20, I mean, from age 12 to age 20, almost 22. So 10 years of and different Androids and all that, you know, crappy laptops that lag for five minutes before you can do anything. And all that. So I decided, okay, I'm going to get this. I, I got this laptop, this MacBook. And I was like, well, okay, fine. I'll I guess I'll just get the phone to go with it. Like, screw it. I'll just, I'll take the dive. I'll finally get into the, that side of things. But so yeah, I was not having, I really wasn't having a good day that day. I was stressed out. Business was slow. Uh, things just, just not clear on the phones. I was very uh, brain foggy that day. I had things to do later in the week. I was just like, oh man, this you know what, let's just get in there, get this over with. I'm feeling pissed right now, but, you know, might as well get it done. So I drove to the store. I'm like, all right, it's just whatever. So I walk in, and I the, I look – whenever I look back on this moment, I think of this right here, is when I open the door and I see this big-ass dude behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, he turns around and he looks right at me like, hey, what's up, man? How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man i'm like i'm like oh yeah you know just I'm here to get a new phone so and then we were end up we ended up being in there for what how long like an, an hour dude, and a half dude no it was like two hours that we were yeah, hanging out 
just talking about like whatnot and just life man yeah just life and yeah it's a very interesting moment because i've noticed that even sometimes when you're in your lowest points like that day i felt really low like i just felt like man nothing's working out you know which is you'll have those days and you know some days i'll feel incredible like oh man nothing can stop me but you know some days they'll just be those times where it's like what you know why why is nothing why is this not happening why is this not going as planned but if you just keep pushing you know doing what you're supposed to do that day just you know take it day by day life will bring you things such as new people in your life or important people in your life and this was a time where I wouldn't, when you won't expect it too. Cause like, I was just like trying to get a phone and be out of there, like real quick, done, pay the money, whatever. But you know, as you can see, it's a year later and we've done all this stuff together. Andrew's provided me with a hell of a lot of opportunities for making money, you know, in other spaces right. that I have no idea about That's what I do, man. Yep. Just uh, Got opportunities. I put my trust in him. Cause you know, I, I don't know any better. And I'm like, all right, this guy knows, knows the shit so you know he's gonna provide me with the opportunity and i'll do my best to provide value back and uh yeah it's you just really never know never know when and what life is gonna bring you you know yeah 100 percent. yeah bro i mean you know when i think back to that day i think about you know i i always would get excited whenever a, a guy that seemed like he was my age would walk in because that means like that's a possible connection that's easy to make easy to make i can relate you know we're the same age we probably have like same you know life uh you know paradigms and stuff like that yeah. and you know what what really stuck out to me was that while we were talking while i was helping you get your phone um which by the way sorry for ruthlessly selling you on phone insurance that's just what i did at the time don't tell me <laughs> i'm an easy sale i'm an easy sale i'm like I'm like, yeah. This hey, is hey, Jack, Jack, you don't need to tell me, man. I know. I experienced it. <laughs> hey, hey, should I get this, man? Like, do you think I should get it? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> you think you think I should give you more money? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be a great. You would highly benefit from that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, at the time, man, I didn't know we were going to be best friends. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, but anyway, no. So, what really stood out to me is that. You know, when I was helping, when I was working at T-Mobile and I would help people, a lot of times, most interactions would just be like, hey, yeah, how do you like working at T-Mobile? That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. People would almost never ask me about anything that I'm doing outside of work because it's such a uh, foreign foreign idea to a lot of people, surprisingly. It surprises me all the time. A lot of people don't think or have any um, desire to have side hustles or any kind of side income or, or do something greater with their time. Uh, their free time and so jack was the first person ever that i helped at t-mobile to ever ask me you know hey man do you do you have any side hustles like do you see do you do other things outside of t-mobile and i was like uh yeah dude like i i'm all over it and at the time you know i was just doing trading i don't think mi5 was really a thing yet and so i just was talking about trading and all this stuff and you know and that sparked a whole other entrepreneurial you know just conversation and i think that we were talking for two hours mostly because we we're off topic of what we were supposed to be doing right. but you know that's sometimes a pretty beneficial thing i think building relationships is one of the most powerful ways that you can unlock opportunity in your life and that's where i saw that's where that's why i say that i saw a lot of opportunity or i saw see a lesson in that moment because 
for me, that job was not just a way to make money. It was a networking atmosphere. It was an atmosphere for me to, to be, you know, I had to be there, but also think about it. Everyone needs a phone. And so if, if I have people walking in, I met millionaires, I met, you know, like super crazy rich art brokers and stuff like that. I met you, I met tons of different people that I still have that I talk to to this day. Um, you know, just the other uh, week, like two weeks ago, random, random, something totally random happened. I get a call from this guy. He's like, hey, bro, my name's Derek. You helped me out at T-Mobile a couple months ago and you gave me your number. Uh, I don't really like want to do anything with T-Mobile right now, but you really struck me as a business minded guy. And I remember we were talking about numbers and, and it really impressed me. So, you know, do you want to go get lunch? And like he literally invited me to lunch, bought me lunch and everything. Just wanted to talk and see what I was doing. And, and, and now he's like getting involved with Grand Rising Financial. So it's like, dude, you never know what can happen. Um, and so stuff like that, you know, every everywhere you go, there's a networking opportunity. Everywhere you go, there's going to be an opportunity for you to make yourself known for you, for you. To, I mean, to either make yourself known or to make some other person feel known, make them get the feeling of importance and create a relationship out of thin air. Um, because we're, we're in a world full of other people, you know, and, and with the phones and everything like that nowadays with social media, there tends to be a layer of dissonance and just like uh, distance created between us because we're all like, oh, strangers are bad and all that. And so, you know, moments like that, they really stand out to me because it's like there's you're actually probably the only person that I, I met at T-Mobile that now I'm still like as a customer that now we're we're literally hanging out like every week and we talk on the phone all the time. Yeah. So it's just like, it's magical, man. You can make stuff happen. So, so yeah, bro, I, I really, really um, cherish that moment in our, in our relationship, but you know, not, not, I don't want to talk about me the whole time. So what are some of the things that you do on a regular basis, like a routine that keep you consistently experiencing growth? Cause like as someone who, is job free and you're doing you know real estate and stuff like that what are some of the things that keep you on track and that you know like a couple things that you do every day that keep you in the zone man keep me in the zone well really i think man you're you're way better at me with the uh the intricacies of the schedule of every day <laughs> and yada yada i <clears throat> i really have I mean, I know we talk about it. We both use it. We use Notion, like an organizational tool for business, yeah. personal life. So I use that. Like I have, oh my God, I have like over the past six months, I've just put like all these tabs and create all these tabs for like business and personal and food I'm eating and schedule and yada, mm -hmm. yada. But yeah, really, I just, I, for me, whenever I start something new, like I kind of just dive in, just take action, just go and then narrow down what what it is that's more important as i go so in terms of like schedule and whatnot i just kind of try stuff and whatever works i just keep and you know doing boxing i'm up monday through thursday at 3 30 to get there at four and for me that's kind of my morning routine that's wild. it's just yeah. waking up get, getting up getting dressed you know pouring my Pour my coffee, grabbing a grabbing an apple, and just on the way there, just drinking, eating that, and drinking the coffee. So, other than that, it's 
I guess just creating good habits for myself, you know, making sure that, all right, I'm, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, keeping, keeping your word to yourself, you know, cause I notice people, people have mentioned this in my life. Like they'll say, you know, if you're going to say you're going to do something and then you don't do it, your, your whole body, like physically, mentally, spiritually will punish you, which is why you'll yep. feel that, that internal like guilt for not yep. doing it. So telling myself, all right, I'm going to do this and then doing it, following through with things, getting up early, doing, oh, doing things that are hard, like boxing early in the morning. So like, you know, getting punched, punching others, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. you know, and then when I get back home, I get on the, to the real estate. So I'm making dials here and there. I'll do door knocking open houses, just putting myself in uncomfortable situations where I can be verbally and emotionally battered. <laughs> yeah. In a way, cold calling, man. Cold calling is, it can be soul crushing sometimes. Oh, yeah. So really just developing a, I guess, an inner callus. I'm kind of just going off of random tangents here with all this, but. No, man, you're, it's good. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. Really just doing, I found that just getting out there, taking action, not. I, Cause I tend to be like an overthinker. I used to be, and I still do here and there, uh, which is just a vicious cycle. <laughs> as many people know, but yeah, just getting out there, taking action, building up a tolerance for doing hard things to where, you know, like, shit, look, I can do this. I can go and get up and spar at 4am. I can make cold calls. I can knock on people's doors and just literally almost stand there in like a line of line of fire and then come out of it at the end of the day. Like, bro, I just did that. Like nobody is doing this shit like every day, you know? Yeah. And it, really, it's not a lot of the things I do aren't pleasurable. Like, I don't enjoy necessarily, like, oh, yes, I get to go, I get to wake up at 3 30 and get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, after doing it, it's the fulfillment of like, I just did that and I can, you know, if I can survive that. Come Dude, on. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you yeah, know? Literally. So, literally, those, man. those, that's kind of my answer, I guess, long winded. Yeah, hundred percent. No, man, it's all good. Um, it's all good stuff. So, I, I mean, I have some window into your life, and I feel like I might know. I'm not sure though. But who are some of the most influential mentors in your life, and what are some of the key life lessons that you've learned from them? Oh boy, I know that's that's a that's gonna make you think right there. <laughs> so, man, well. I guess I could start off with like when I was 15, I'll try to go into a quick story of how like I found mentors and yada, yada. But when I was 15 is when I kind of got into that whole self-improvement, man, men's uh, improvement, yada, yada space, you know, just becoming a better man. So I started off, you know, watching videos on just how to dress, how to personal hygiene, how to not be awkward, <laughs> just not be awkward. Like yeah. without, I'm sure many people know him and you might know him, Alpha M. He's oh yeah. Like the first guy. He I started him watching him back at 15 and he was my guy for a while. Then I went into different dating coaches, men's coaches, yada yada on YouTube, all the good stuff. For real estate, I'd say my main mentor 
when I was getting started is a guy named Brian Casella, very influential, very skilled in terms of sales. He knows, you know, in conversational skills, communication, all that jazz, very um, versed in that, you know, he's been doing it 10 years. It's like his, just his main gig. That's what he teaches, you know, his, his kind of like MI5. He has like a similar type of thing, which I'm in. Yeah. Uh, teaches great things there. Uh, from him, I moved on to, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Andrew Tate. That's he, right. Oh, wow. So I found him. He just popped up in my recommended. This was before he got super popular. <clears throat> back in what October 2021 mm -hmm. like, all right who like who is this guy I watched one video I was like all right like I can't tell if I like this dude or not and I just he kept popping up I watched more and more videos and I tend to really look up to admire uh be in awe of characters who are very very strong personalities because coming from where who I was as a kid I was a complete opposite so seeing people who who are like that who've developed those skills who can like just say like whatever like do whatever they want say whatever they want almost in a in a manner on purpose to get, garner more attention i definitely respect that a lot because that's something that's tough tough for me so he's taught me many lessons just doing doing hard things that's like his main thing right there you know getting up sparring boxing doing sales jobs uh just knowing that everything that comes in your life is you should be thankful for it like no mm -hmm. matter what it is you just got to build up that tolerance and be able to handle it as as a man as a person that kind of thing so yeah and then man a third one Boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, you know what? None, a third one doesn't come to mind instantly. So I'll just say Mr. Andrew Golden. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm honored. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I'm, I'm curious, man. What's one of the main life, what's, what's a life lesson you've learned from me? Man, I would say a life lesson. Sorry, my phone's ringing here. I would say a life lesson I've learned from Andrew Golden is the power of networking and just yep. taking every chance you can to interact with others, uh, being that outgoing, warm personality that can connect with anyone at any time. You know, it doesn't really matter who or where or when, that kind of thing. And Kind of the same as well. Like you, you're doing hard stuff every day. You get up early. Yeah, man. You're you're talking on. You've got up on stage. You know, I've seen you get up on stage like pretty easily, pretty fluidly, talk smoothly. Like you, you don't look like you're you're trying too hard or like putting right. too much effort into like do this one thing. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. You saw me speak in front of like 300 people in Vegas, and that was wild. Yeah, and then. Uh, just the minds like mindsets of life you know what i mean the uh the 
power of your mindset that you bring into your daily existence and what you do is just is great because I know everyone goes through tough emotional and mental stuff like me and the most successful people ever are going to go through all that but you've developed and you are still I know developing every day your your skill set and it's just it'll take you to places that many people won't be able to get to just just because of their mindset and right right you have you're very good at make going through life and making it look making everything you do look very smooth even though oh, wow. putting in lots of effort Modern. working hard you you make it look effortless that's awesome man i mean it definitely i i wouldn't say everything i do is like super hard but that's because i make myself think like this is i to me my my bar is set high and so when i'm doing all these hard things like this is like the baseline this is what's easy for me you know and so like i just soak that in you know i'm just like man waking up at 5 a.m is just what i do you know also the reason why i feel like I, i make everything look smooth is because i solidify the things that i do into my identity Right. Like, like I identify as someone who wakes up at 5 a.m. I identify as the networking guy that can be warm and outgoing to pretty much anyone that I meet. You know, like that's that's who I am as a core. That's how I, that's my self image that I see as my, for myself. And so, to me, all that stuff is it just comes as second nature. And that's one thing that pretty much everyone can adopt for themselves. There's one book that that really highlights that in my like just comes straight up to mind is that that is psychocybernetics psychocybernetics by maxwell maltz it is such an incredible book and uh it, it literally outlines all of the per- all of the steps and um attributes of how you become a uh success type personality that's like what the verbiage that they use in the book the success type personality and somebody who develops their uh, their self-image into somebody who who gets what they want and and is good at the things they want to be good at so yeah bro i'm honored that 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 you look up to me man that's awesome bro um dude that's thank you man for real um but yeah all right man so really quickly before we switch over to mr brian davis um i just want you to uh, give me the quick like four minute version of what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? What inspired you to first quit your job and just go all in on real estate? Man, well, growing up, I was very—I lived a very good life, good parents, good family, good, good everything. You know, good schools, good home. Lived in a good area, and oh my man, look <laughs> at fresh popping that color. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! You, you oh, had that smooth flow. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I grew up like, you know, good life. And, but I also was very by nature and I think by nurture as well, very shy, very reclusive. I couldn't do anything without a close friend or like my mom with me. Like if I went to a summer camp and my friend wasn't there, I'd just be crying the whole time. So I was very uh, sheltered in a way. And I lived that, you know, that was okay for me. Like, I didn't care, like, up till age, what, 16? You know, of course, I, I matured and, you know, 
started going out and like, you know, did normal people stuff as I got older, but I was still very shy, avoided un unnecessary interactions with people. Didn't want to be around anyone. I would want to be in the back at work. Just, you know, put me away from <laughs> these customers, put me away from all this, whatever. And from age 16 to 20, I just kept having this, like this overwhelming, like guilt in my life. I would feel guilty for no reason. I started developing all this, these OCD type tendencies where I was checking locks, checking lights before I could go to bed. Mm -hmm. um, I would feel like if I didn't say the right words to someone that I wanted to say, I would be kicking myself for a week. And I just, you know, I, I was basically just in this vicious, horrible, disgusting cycle of like, what am I, like, who am I? Why, why do I feel this way? Why am I so like, I wouldn't say depressed, but just all I'm doing, I feel like my, my existence is purely to avoid feeling like mm -hmm. all I would do is just, you know, try to keep myself sheltered from like the world. That's and deep. Yeah. I was with my good friend, Will, best, one of my best friends, Will. And we were just talking about like, man, what, what are we going to do with our lives? And he wanted to join the military he did and i was like i have no idea so basically real estate came out of nowhere through in the indeed app where you're you know you apply for new jobs i started my courses three days later and it, since then it took off into like all the stuff we talked about but it really was just the pain of living like of knowing like living that like sheltered just hiding away type life I couldn't build any type of relationship with new people. You know, I had my good friends, like a couple close friends, but it was just the pain of living that way. And then knowing, seeing like into the future, like, Oh my God, like what, what is my life going to look like? You know, like how am I going to, how am I going to live in a world? <laughs> how am I going to live in this world? <laughs> so it was, I guess that in a way my soul was just aching and begging for something like an answer and purpose i got it i got it and, and something just told me like hey i gotta pursue this you know yeah no and, and that's awesome man because what a lot of people get stuck on is is exactly that moment where they're like dude what am i gonna do with my life yeah and, and some of them like they just they they get stuck in analysis paralysis because and this is most people honestly most people get stuck in analysis paralysis with dude i don't really know what i'm gonna do with my life so i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm gonna do and then i'll wait for the perfect moment that is where they just put the put the uh the door stop in the door and like nail the, the coffin they put the nail in the coffin by saying i'll just wait for the perfect moment to to present itself to me yeah. then i'll take action right perfect moment ain't coming the only perfect moment is right freaking now because time is linear time is all the same whether you start next month or you start on you know february 18th it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. You know, it's like literally the only time to start is now because the longer that you keep waiting to take action on your life, the longer that you keep waiting to add some sort of meeting and to, to give yourself something to do, the longer you allow yourself to suffer. The longer you allow yourself to wallow in your own pity and your own guilt, like you said, you, you just felt guilty for no reason. Like, you know, that would have never stopped you would still be living this purposeless life if you didn't take action yeah. and you were like dude i need something needs to change i'm gonna do it that's it period 
And brother, you got your real estate. You started working on getting your real estate license three days later. Like you didn't wait a week. You didn't wait. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'll do it next month. It'll be my, my new year's resolution, you know? And so, you know, that I admire you for bro, because that is something that is like, that is something that most people can never get over. And the fact that you're doing it in your early twenties, just don't ever give up, man. You got me. I'll freaking I'll beat you to a pulp if you do. I'll, <laughs> I'll come to your house. I'll, I got your address typed into Google Maps right now, bro. I'll freaking <laughs> slide over there and be like, "What up, bro? You're For real, right now, <laughs> dude. I, I I I would be yeah, no. Nah, but I don't I don't ever believe that that's gonna happen, man. Especially now that you're in my circle, dude. We're going to the top no matter what. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta like sometimes it's just I think you in a way you have to experience that like deep like aching pain because like if if i never did if i just like you know accepted where i was at which at some points i felt that like complacency and you know you get sometimes it, it takes that deep pain to you know kick you into a all right what are we gonna do we just gotta we gotta change something right now you know what i mean yeah so, yeah all right. Awesome. All righty, man. Well, I think this segment of the show was absolutely jam-packed with awesomeness. And we're going to cut to the break and I'll see you with Brian. All right.
All right, all right, all right, everybody. What is going on? Happy last day of February. Jack, wow. What a, what a first half that was indeed. We got really deep. Uh, I've only, you know, had a couple of different interactions with Jack throughout my time, uh, you know, knowing Andrew and, and being in his presence. But, uh, you know, we definitely opened up a whole new can of worms in that first half, and that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so great to kind of hear you know, what, what you've gone through and the, the struggle and the pain, like you said, uh, has really been a, an instrumental piece to, to your development uh, and to your journey. So as, as we dive into the second half, uh, Jack, I'd love to kind of hear, you know, some of the biggest, uh, you know, let's just say monumental moments um, that, you know, you, d you describe the pain, right? Uh, what are some of the key pinnacle pivot points, if you will, uh, it, that you've seen in your journey that have been defining moments that have made you take that turn? Oh, man. Well, shoot. Back when, I mean, like I was saying, I grew up kind of in that way, you know, very shy, reclusive, didn't really care to talk with people. <clears throat> and we know that's like a very important part of, especially being like an entrepreneur and all that jazz. Absolutely. So, I, I had never thought I would take a route like this until I turned, until I started real estate, you know, I never really, anything like that was, I suppose, I guess I always had that type of very creative, very, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be known for something. I wanted to have status. I wanted to have respect. I wanted to leave a legacy, but I just, I couldn't ever see myself actually doing it, I guess. And I didn't know how I would do it. So feeling that pain of just every day going through life, going to community college for, you know, with no real purpose for it. I was just kind of going working yeah. part-time, you know, the dead end type jobs where there's no real heights to it other than just working like a very, uh, I guess, lousy, not even necessarily good corporate ladder, you know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I, I guess it sounds like enough was enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like it just got to the point where uh, you hit your breaking point. Was there any particular day or event that, uh, that you remember in specifics where you were just like, you know what, something's going to change? Man, you know, I, I remember when I had really hit that like breaking point, it was kind of like a, over a period of time, it was, it was just really, on my mind, like something has to change. And I noticed like the world started giving me like little hints, like I would start seeing these cool cars everywhere. You know, I was like, I couldn't, at the time I was very shy, so I couldn't talk to to girls. So I would start seeing like these, oh, just these beautiful girls everywhere. And I was like, what, how could, what, what can I do to like, you know, have someone like that in my life? What can I do to get a car like this? And then, you know, get a house like that to, uh, you know, dressed like this guy in his fancy suit, you know, like, what does he, what, what do they do? Like, how do I do this? Yeah. It was almost like the world was showing me what was possible. Like this stuff exists and you can't have it. You can see it before your own eyes. Yeah. It's within reach, but you have to reach out and grab it. Exactly. And <laughs> I was just like, what do I do? Like, I had no idea what to do. And really the, that pivotal point was the day I was sitting on our living room couch sitting next to my dad and I was just scrolling through that, the indeed uh, job app where, you know, you apply for 
new positions that went on. I kept getting ads like make 50 K in real estate your first year, make a hundred K in real estate your first year, yada, yada, over and over. And I was like, maybe there's something to this. Yeah. Well, I just started watching YouTube videos about it. Three days later, I just bought the licensing courses. And from there, I, everything started to change. Like I felt a purpose again. I felt drive. And that led into me, you know, going out, having come, going out to talk to strangers on purpose, <laughs> not being forced to, <laughs> like going Absolutely. to the mall, talking to people at the gym, talking to girls, talking to whoever, going to networking events, trying to just put myself out there. And then that led into now I do cold calling, door knocking, networking events, uh, uh, open houses. Uh, you dove right in. Go, just diving in and just Go doing right it. in. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is that you get to a point where uh, the only thing you can do is take action. And you have right. two choices, whether you're going to take that action or not. Uh, and you were seeing all the signs from, <laughs> from your environment, from oh, the life that you wished uh, and wanted to have and, and the success that you wanted to have. That's, that's truly awesome. And as you guys can see, uh, you know, in the MI5 show, uh, we're all about capturing these moments uh, because, you know, one of the key underlying themes of not only this show, but also, you know, our mastery calls that go on on Thursday are what are the mindset elements? What are the characteristics as an individual, uh, you know, needs to in sort of like endure and to persevere and to resiliently work through the journey uh, that, that, that they're on? Um, and uh, it's just so it's so awesome to hear that you know, background and, and, you know, that common theme, uh, Jack, and I really appreciate you sharing that those moments with us, because I mean, you said you've learned a ton from Andrew. I mean, so have I, I mean, the kid uh, 21 years old, holy crap, so much knowledge and wisdom in that man's brain. Shout yeah. out to Andrew golden, the, the, the golden boy, the golden child. So, so much greatness. Uh, but you know, we all learn from each other. Uh, we, we truly genuinely do. And, you know, I know that you've been sticking around and there's lots of parallels and lots of crossovers and some of the MI5 systems and programs that we've got going on. Um, and you've been part of that journey and seeing uh, that impact that we've we've all been able to have on each other, um, you know, whether it's our community or whether it's just, you know, the interactions, the, the couple interactions that you and I have had, uh, you know, throughout the throughout the journey. Uh, it's been good stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, hey, Jack, so what does the future look like? You know, we, we went through your past. Uh, we, we, you know, talked about the hard times. We talked about, uh, you know, where you've been. Uh, where are you at right now? And what does the next two, three years look like in the world of, uh, in the world of Jack? And two, three years. So, well, right now I'm just building up the real estate. I'm doing agent type work. So, you know, the open houses and the calling and yada, yada improving, you know, always trying to work on my sales skills, which I've really uh, right now with things being slower and the market being, you know, a little bit weird, I've had more time to put in that practice for sales skills and working on my, you know, how I conversate with people and yeah. that. So building that up, I also do some wholesaling, which is just another side of real estate where you're basically selling Absolutely. I've actually been wholesaling a lot lately. Maybe we can collaborate. Oh yeah. Well, I would be happy to and learn from you as well. You know, anybody looking to buy some hotels in uh, the, the California area or anywhere in the world uh, for that matter. I've really? got several for sale. Uh, that goes out to anybody on the show tonight. <laughs> Reach out to me if you're looking to buy some hotels. <laughs> That's sweet, man. Yeah, man. yeah. So I'm trying to build that up with my part, one of my partners who similar in a way, like how I met Andrew, 
he was actually in a success type group of mine and we got connected through online uh kind of just out of you know, we didn't really expect it we started role playing with each other for real estate why you know like conversations like practicing what you say to clients and whatnot mm-hmm. and we just kept in contact over the months we went to an event in miami a year ago that's when we finally met in person and then he called me up a couple months later he was like hey man like you want to try this wholesaling out i was like why not so i'm kind of doing both of those at the same time just building real estate overall then i want to get into investments i want to get into investing myself so Absolutely. you know properties residential and maybe commercial and then i'd love to get into things such as the bigger type stuff like hotels and absolutely the the big like vegas type commercial ones yeah the big big old like fancy tv-esque but that's down the line but two three years i'm just going to keep growing real estate keep doing boxing uh hopefully get in like a good amount of fights over the coming years uh building that side of things becoming a better speaker you know public speaker I go to like Toastmasters every couple of weeks. They have meetings. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, I've heard great things about Toastmasters. Lots of yeah. lots of old mentors and friends and people that have been a part of it. You you enjoy the community? I do. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good time. It's a uh, people I wouldn't necessarily like I'm not like they're like, "Oh, let's let's hang out, man." Like me and Andrew <laughs> we hang out, but it's not like, "Oh, let's uh, you know, go to lunch every week or whatever." But you know, just meeting different types of people is any, you know, people in sales are there. Just the normal average Joe is in there. Uh, younger, older, like a, yeah, is there to get better at communication and speaking in front of people overall. So it's uh, nothing to complain about. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good community. Cool. So uh, let's dive a little bit deeper. Uh, Jack, if you were going to be any part on a bicycle, which part would you be and why? <laughs> um. Oh, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, right. Be the. Oh my goodness, I would be the handlebars. Okay. Well, so why is that? The 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 fork the handlebar area because I'd at least want to be the one to garner the to give the person the control on the bike, you know, because without the handles, you'd just be riding a two-wheeled yeah, thing. You steal, steering you, to, yeah, you don't know. I want to be able to at least be that, I guess if we're going to make this like some sort of metaphor, I want to be the the one to provide that sense of control to mm. the, the person that is latching on to me. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fun question to spice things up a bit. <laughs> Uh, similarly, yeah. so, uh, Jack, you're giving $10 million in, in your bank account tomorrow. Uh, you know, uh, what are you doing with it? What is the, what is the next six months now look like for Jack, uh, with, with that $10 million? Oh boy. Wow. I mean, with 10 million, I would probably, honestly, I would probably just start consulting a lot of people who are very successful in different businesses. Like I would, I would hit you guys up like, all right. What is something I can, because I know you guys are always, you know, like you say, it's part of your guys' business is giving people financial advice and, you know, avenues to invest their money. So I'd be like, all right, where, where can I put like a little chunk of this to, to grow it? And I'd probably put a good chunk of it into doing, having new experiences, doing new things, going new places, 
you know, I probably end up buying a couple of personal, personal <laughs> for my of own. Of course, of course. Yep. Maybe a couple cars, maybe a, <laughs> a house or two or something like that. Absolutely. I'd probably find someone who's really, really well-versed in investing in real estate, get some of my own properties, learn how to do that. Maybe I'd like to eventually do maybe a flip or something, you know? Absolutely. That's so maybe. what would you say that, um, you know, and if not, that's fine. What, what is your passion? What is your deep Man. burning passion as a, as an individual navigating this universe? That's, that's honestly like a really tough one for me. I yeah. I'd say if I had to, I mean, I'm very creative and I have a really, it may not seem like it, but I have a really weird and big imagination. That's awesome. <laughs> so what do you like to, to create? So honestly, before I, so before I hit that point in my life where I was very just th that kind of those dark gray ages, hmm. I was very into making YouTube videos. I actually have almost a thousand videos on YouTube. Oh back, wow! Back in my early and middle teenage years. Amazing. What were the uh, What were the topics? Anything from skateboarding, playing the drums. Um, I did like, you know, little video vlogs. I did game, I, video games. You know, I, I I provided some good entertainment. You know, rage quitting on GTA <laughs> or Mortal Kombat or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So just overall, you know, it sounds like from a creative standpoint, you enjoy creating uh, things for the, for the world, for, for people, for, for others entertainment. Yeah. I, I definitely like, like, I definitely feel very flattered when someone thinks I'm entertaining or funny or that, that, that kind of thing. Cause usually I, when I, when I'm, I'm still pretty, what could you say? Not quiet. But I'll still keep to myself. I'm not like this crazy outgoing, like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, talk to everyone and whatever, like, oh, whatever. You oh, know? so you're not Andrew Golden. That's no, I'm not, not quite Andrew Golden <laughs> yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we can all be like Andrew and just yeah. uh, talk to the to the parking meter uh, ticket yeah. master. And, and whoever you cross in the road, what's going on, my man? Grand, grand Rising. <laughs> grand <laughs> Rising. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So, I mean, I just love like entertaining, creating and whatever I'm doing, putting a creative spin on it. And if I can get, you know, real estate is really just my, I want that to be my base for other things that I can get into down the line. Yeah. Like, and it's a solid physical asset, right? And yeah. it's such a, a long standing, long term thing and is the ownership of land and property. Exactly. Absolutely. So, well, hey, what type of real estate project uh, would be your dream real estate project uh, to be involved with? Oh, boy. You know, I, I always have these. I haven't thought about it in a while because I'm so focused on like the now and like what I'm doing like here and now. But absolutely. So back, important. Back when I, yeah, back, back when I first was kind of getting into it, I would always just have these random ideas popping in my head for like businesses and this and that i was like oh my god uh but i think it would be cool that you know with nowadays with everything being very virtual you know social media this that the other thing we're becoming less nobody has any in-person communication skills which is why it's such a good asset to have nowadays with you know being in groups such as this learning those skills yeah you know someone like 
like you, like Andrew, like whoever, um, I would love to create a, a big, I don't even know what you call facility where it's based around, it's like a hotel. They got an outdoor area with like pool live, like a pool live music, maybe yep. like indoor. They got the bar, they got the club, they got the dance floor, they got this and that. Nice. Almost most, and like the target market would be like a young, like a, like a 21 to 30 year old. So like almost like an environment exclusively for a certain type of person for interacting, just going out, meeting new friends, new business uh, networking super center <laughs> center of just like being around people, whether you're, you're trying to find a new relationship, you're trying to find just a, a buddy, you're trying to just have fun, be around a sense of community. Yeah. Yeah. Like a giant, like facility of community. You can stay the night. You can come in, come out. I think something like that would be super awesome. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, I've thought, um, you know, one of, I, I came from the hospitality industry. And, uh, I, I always found that sense that you're talking about on a smaller scale, um, in some really cool, uh, cafes across the country. Yeah. Uh, I love to travel. One of the, the best things I love to do when I travel is I'll explore. Uh, Andrew will tell you, like I took him on a, a grand tour of, uh, Las Vegas and, and I showed him, I was like, here's where you get the best tacos. Here's where you get this. Here's where you get that. And, um, but it's exploration, right. And one of the things you see in a lot of cool, um, I would say certain environments, especially smaller, um, smaller communities is these cafes where they're like super centers of like community, uh, yeah. where people, they're not necessarily sleeping the night, like your, your vision, but like there's, there's books and there's uh, locally made products from people that are within the area. And there's, everybody knows everybody's name and, and you know, the multiple family members that are working in that place. And then the friends circles that come in and interact. And those interactions are, I think something that's rare to find, uh, you know, we're kind of in a fast paced world where, uh, you know, you have to realize that, uh, Digital is taking over when it comes to the land of opportunity. Um, you know, look at us right now. We're digitally communicating. Whereas before yeah. this would be like the David Letterman show and you'd be sitting next to me in a couch. But you know, it's like, uh, but you know, the digital space is a, a hell of a lot more uh, relevant these days. But the physical space, you know, especially for certain people, individuals, you said the importance of being here now, right? Well, having the physical space uh, and, and being somewhere present in the flesh, um, like your vision is so so special. Um, and, you know, Andrew and I definitely, uh, I know you've been to some events with Andrew as well, like recognize that power of just like in-person connection and being able to actually be in a physical space with somebody and have that mastermind fully uh, engaged or that connection, vibration, energy, whatever you want to call it uh, during those moments. Oh yeah. Most now uh, you, you have to work that into your schedule. Um, you know, do you do a lot of uh, physical, uh, as well as a, a, a hefty match of uh, digital uh, in the real estate realm. What does that balance look like for you, um, you know, on a weekly basis? Yeah, so I really, a lot, of, I, I've done like a, quite a few different things. I'd say right now, actually, now that you mention it, it's mainly cold calling. That's like a mm -hmm. huge portion of it even though that's probably my like one of my least favorites i i much prefer door knocking but yeah. it's definitely not as time effective to do that type of thing it's usually when i do that it's just because i feel like it i'm like you know what, let's just go out pick a neighborhood just knock on some doors but yeah and I, now i've picked up open houses again 
So Perfect. coming back into those, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been nice because it's been a bit since I've implemented those and I'll probably start doing a little bit more door knocking again. Um, and just going to networking events. Those are always fun. I like to, uh, I've, I've been working on, and I'm always trying to work on like, all right, how can I like be, cause I'm more of like a, the style of person who's like, all right, I'm going to go to this event. Everyone's kind of doing their, everyone kind of has this style of communicating. They're like, they're talking this way. They're saying these words. I'm like, all right, how can I be different? And I'm like, all right, let me just be the opposite. <laughs> so like the other day, I, we were, me and Andrew went to one, or this was a couple months ago. And this girl was like, you know what? Like, you know, she was like, I like your, your vibe. Like you're just kind of, you're like here and you're laid back and you know, you're like, well, if, you know, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you know, we don't need to talk. Or yada, yada. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Well, I, I was like, hey, I appreciate that because I'd say that's my natural style. It's just kind of like, all right, how can I just stand out? And I just kind of go like, all right, opposite. Not in a bad way where I'm like, just like. You know, no, yeah, just, oh. just switching stuff up. Yeah, no, I mean, Andrew and I, uh, whenever we're together, I feel like uh, we can relate to that because uh, we're just, <laughs> we're, we're the most obnoxious people in the room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but usually in a good way. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta do something to stand out. I mean, there's a lot of, um, especially those events, man. I mean, there's a lot of people uh, that are there for the same reasons. Uh, but what types of lasting impressions are you going to leave on the people that you come in contact with? And some of the greatest networking that Andrew and I have, have done over the cap course of the last year has been those events. Um, okay. Have you, um, Andrew, uh, you, you got to bring this guy to the Alchemist Nation conference next year. Uh, has he has he talked to you about it? You, you guys have chatted about that. Go visit our buddy Gwalter, um with Alchemist Nation. Oh, I don't know. He might have. I don't know. Might have. Yeah, it's all about real estate, man. You'll have a blast. Uh, he's up here in the New England region, actually. Great guy. He was down at um, the growth conference that Andrew and I just got back from. Oh, uh, yeah. Grant Cardone. We didn't get a chance to link up, although Andrew's on for like five minutes. But yeah, definitely up your alley, man, with the with the real estate. And uh, I think you'll find a lot of value um, in, in having connections with the people within that community because they are so in tune with not only your mindset and, and what we've learned about you tonight, but also just your, you know, obviously like your love and passion for the, for the real estate industry. Um, so it'd be really cool. Um, all righty. Well, Hey, you know, last, uh, last question for you tonight, as we reach a little over the hour mark here, um, you know, when you pass on, what is the thing that you Jack want to be remembered for, uh, as your legacy carries on to your, to your children, grandchildren, the people that came in contact, what's the legacy of Jack? Oh boy, I would say I just want to be remembered as someone who made made that change in his family line because it's we you know there's never been anything like major like oh you know my parents were like oh your grandfather was this and he did this and that it was kind of just you know the the standard you know I, I like to be that one who changes the. The, the knob a little bit goes out does like his own thing like because you know my dad did construction you know my mom stay at home mom and all that kind of thing but if i could get out there make an impression on the world make an impression on my kids you know have my kids look up to me and like well my dad he was he did all this stuff like he's you know basically like a superhero like a fighter real estate made a lot of money you know good as like 
good with girls, does this, goes out, like basically just the live a, a fully encompassed life where I can say I've done all I can, I can do and leave an impression on people and have people look up to me in a way. Awesome, man. I don't have a necessarily straight answer for that, but. No, yeah. I mean, that just being a good human and, and putting good out into the universe. And I love it. Uh, it's definitely been, you know, very clear uh, that the energy and the frequency you give off as an individual. I want to thank you uh, so much, Jack, for being our amazing guest tonight on a whim. Uh, you know, guys, if you didn't recognize the the advertisements, we didn't have the chance to put it out there. Jack uh, stepped in for us. We we're going to have him on the show eventually, but he stepped in last minute as we had a cancellation. Uh, and we have somebody coming in next week uh, for that cancellation, Miss Leah. Uh, Jack, thank you so much. For those that want to follow Jack uh, on Instagram, you can do as such right here. We put down his tag uh, and I want to just, you know, really, really, really appreciate uh, all the wisdom you shared tonight, all the lessons you've taught us, and, and just a little bit of a peek into who you are as a person. And uh, thanks a bunch, man. For oh, yeah. It's uh, my honor, my pleasure. And uh, you guys have got something really awesome here. It's uh, It was a great time. Awesome. Well, hey, signing off for tonight, I'm going to let Andrew do our signature sign off because it wouldn't be right coming from me. So let's let's get him front and center as he gets oh, us out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, as you know, I have to remind you about something. It's kind of important because, you know, if you don't prepare for this, you might get hit by the flood. So I just want to remind you just to keep it on your mind. Make sure you don't forget your umbrellas. Make sure you grab your umbrellas because MI5 is taking 2023 by storm, baby. Woo! Let's go. See you later, guys. Have a good